You are listening to the Let the Money Talk podcast, a podcast that provides the latest analysis of SGX company insights. In this episode, our research experts will provide the most insightful analysis in the market. Hi, I'm Maximilian, a research analyst at Philips Securities Research. In this episode, I will be covering Apple's fourth quarter 2022 results. Our report, titled Proving Its Resilience, was dated 4th November 2022. Apple's results were in line with our expectations, with revenue and PEPME at 100% of our full year 2022 forecast. Overall revenue grew 8% year on year to 19.1 billion US dollars, and PEPME came in at 20.7 billion dollars. We have identified two positives for Apple from its earnings call. Firstly, Apple's hardware revenue remained resilient despite the negative industry sentiment that suggests the demand for smartphones and PCs are expected to decline. iPhone recorded a 10% year-on-year revenue growth, while Mac achieved a growth of 25%. Apple attributed the strong Mac performance to the back-order sales from its M2 MacBook Air that suffered supply constraints during the third quarter. This means that when the M2 MacBook Air was launched, Apple did not have sufficient supply to meet consumer demand. Fortunately, customers were willing to wait and make their purchases when the device was readily available after Apple had stabilized its supply chain. Both the iPhone and Mac set quarterly records of upgraders, with iPhone growing switches by double digits. During the quarter, around half of the customers purchasing Mac products were new to the devices suggesting that Apple was able to attract and capture the attention of new customers. For the second positive, Apple experienced growth in its international markets despite the strengthening US dollar. Aside from Japan, revenue across all geographies outside the US grew during the quarter, with Europe growing 10% year-on-year, while the rest of Asia-Pacific region grew 23%, despite the company facing headwinds during the conversion of local currencies to the US dollar. Apple also credited the strong performance of several large emerging markets, such as India, which set a new revenue record, while other countries like Thailand, Vietnam, Indonesia, and Mexico experienced double-digit growth. For a negative, however, Apple has guided for a revenue growth deceleration. Management expects revenue growth in the first quarter of financial year 2023 to be slower than the 8% growth in the fourth quarter of 2022 and this is mainly because of the 10% expected FX headwinds. Furthermore, Mac sales are also expected to decline substantially year-on-year because of the tough comparison against the first quarter of 2022, where it benefited from the launch of the newly redesigned M1 MacBook Pro and grew 25%. Services is expected to continue its growth, but will be hindered by the macroeconomic environment that increases FX headwinds and decreases spending on digital advertising and games on its App Store. However, we would like to point out that Apple has indicated that its digital advertising business is not large when compared to its other businesses. Moving on to the outlook, management has gathered for the first quarter 2023 gross margin to be between 42.5 and 43.5%, slightly above the 42.3% gross margin that it recorded in the fourth quarter 2022 as it believes the favorable movements in the commodities market can offset the downside. Management also indicated that the company is still facing wage and logistics inflation, 
with prices still hovering above pre-pandemic levels. Apple has also reaffirmed its confidence in services, viewing that the effects of foreign exchange to be temporary and saying that the segment has strong fundamentals to support its future growth. This includes the continued growth of its devices installed base and the increased customer interaction with services, with paid accounts and transacting accounts growing by double digits year-on-year and paid subscription increasing by 155 million to 900 million, double the amount from three years ago. During the call, management also indicated that the iPhone 14 Pro, 14 Pro Max, as well as the Apple Watch Ultra continue to face supply constraints. The supply shortage may suggest that the higher-end models of the iPhone and Apple Watch were selling better and are in higher demand, which should benefit Apple because of the increased average selling price of its products. In terms of our valuation, we take into account the benefits from the increased ASP that should contribute towards revenue growth. But we also take into account the fact that volume growth is going to face challenges from the lower demand compared to FY22, as well as the continued lockdowns in China that is posing significant uncertainties across Apple's supply chain. The latest instance of the lockdown in Zhengzhou, the city where Foxconn's largest facility operates in, has caused Apple to announce a reduced expected shipment of its iPhones during the current quarter. All in all, we maintain our buy rating on Apple with a target price of US$190 based on DCF with a weighted average cost of capital assumptions of 6.5% and terminal growth rate of 3%. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please forward it to others, share it on social media and leave a review. Follow this channel to hear our other podcasts. This podcast was prepared by Philip Securities Research Private Limited. The information provided in this podcast is solely for educational purposes and should not be considered as financial advice. The views, statements or opinions are made on behalf of Philip Securities Research. The information and any analysis forecast, projections, expectations, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from public sources, which Philips Securities Research believes to be reliable. This report is intended for general circulation only and does not take into account the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs for any particular reason.